When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. talking to Naomi this morning she had a, a very interesting question on the chat where um, yeah you can always email email me as well Simon uh, that, that's always an option feel free to um, I was talking to Naomi on the chat and she had a very interesting question she says hey Akil I'm working on this strategy I, I've I'm doing the back testing and I've just got finished my first pair should I take time right now to kind of crunch the numbers and and filter things out or should I wait until I have everything done and do it all together? And I'd love to hear what, what your thoughts are, are on that subject. What, what, do you, what do you guys personally do? There's no wrong answer, right? There's no wrong, there's no right answer, right? Do you like to, for you guys that have been through the back testing process, do you like to get everything done and then do it all together at once? Or do you like to kind of finish one, pick it apart, finish the other, pick it apart? George says all together. Other George says one at a time. I told you guys about this. Ooh, I told you guys about this. One George, one George maximum. Uh, Rain says all together. Manish says first test other pairs and get data. I think will be a nice approach. Anyone else with back testing experience want to share their opinion? Again, no wrong or right answer. No, uh, no need to feel threatened. Zach says one at a time. Rain says uh, do it all at the same time when you're done and then do it again. Yeah, that's typically the approach. And then do it again, right? People think back testing is a one, a one and done type thing. Those silly, those silly back testers. I see a few other people typing, so I want to give them time before I share my opinion. So one at a time, it's a long endeavor for me. Uh, one first, you may see something to pay attention to other pairs. Yeah, I, I, now I, I think it starts with, I think it starts with how prepared you are before you even get into back testing. And I can use my story as an example for that, right? I always tell you guys this, right? Before you start back testing, before you even load up that spreadsheet and you and you start going down that deep, deep, dark path of backtesting, I think you should have an idea. You're not going to know everything, but you should have an idea of everything that you want to backtest, right? 
you should have an idea of saying, okay, I want to, I want to pay attention to this. I want to test this many targets. I want to test this many stops. I want to test this entry, this exit, right? An idea of the different elements that you want to, that you want to test. And this is why you should be going through a pre back testing phase, right? Before you actually start back testing, right? You shouldn't just, you know, do a, do a, a module in the course and back test. No, you should go into the charts, look at it, train your eyes, kind of figure out what your approach is going to be. Right. Then when you start back testing, you should have a good idea of what you want to test. Now, there's there there could always be something else that comes up. Right. You could go through the back testing process and find something completely that you never thought of. And that's fine. But what I did in my back testing, when I first started my back testing, I did. I tested one thing and one thing only. Right. I tested the traditional rules for whatever I was testing. And then I would do my back testing and I'd be like, well, what if I use this type of stop instead of that type of stop? And I start all the way over again and do it again. And I'd be like, well, what if I use this type of stop with that type of target? And I do it all over again. And I ended up doing my back test like a hundred times because each time I went through, I would have this idea of like, what if? Right. So I think if you if you if you have an idea all at once, it makes it easier. It makes the process a little bit longer, right, up front, but you have a lot more data. Now, as far as the topic that I talked about, should you should you kind of evaluate one pair at a time or should you wait till you're all done? I think, I think both, right? I think the ultimate evaluation should come when you have all of your data on all of your pairs. Like the final decision making, right? The final decision on how you're going to place targets, how you're going to do stops, how you're going to enter. The final decision should be done after you have all your data because different Different pairs have different personalities. The dollar yen may work well with this way, but the dollar Canada may work well a different way, right? So you can't really make a judgment on all of your portfolio based off a single pair. And that's the problem if you test one pair at a time and then you start making all these changes and then use those changes for the next pair, right? The first pair could be the only pair that works well with those quote unquote changes while everything else works well the traditional way. So I don't think you should make any drastic changes. However, what I do think you should do is I think you should crunch the numbers and you should look for tendencies. You finish one pair, not only does it give you a break, which is good, right? We can't underestimate the time needed to take a break from backtesting. Trust me. How many of you guys have gone through backtesting marathons? Right? What, what happens, what happens the more you back test, right? You get a little lazy, not purposely, but your eyes kind of just get like locked in and you start missing stuff and you know, your fingers start hurting, you get that brain freeze, right? It's, it's no different than, uh, Jason Stapleton always used to tell me this, right? I'm sure OG can relate, right? Driving out in Kansas, there's absolutely nothing there. So you keep driving, you just fall asleep. You're just like, this is monotonous. And before you know it, you missed your turn. Right. Same thing can happen in, in, in back testing. Right. You're going through this after this after this and it becomes just kind of kind of a, a chore. Right. So I think you need that break, as we spoke about earlier, to kind of keep that sharpness. Right. You break, you get kind of a pattern interrupt and you go back and you're sharp again. So I think that's that's uh, beneficial. But. I think it's also good to kind of evaluate and, and, and see what you're doing, because you may notice something small. 
you may notice something that, hey, I never thought about this, but this, this way seemed to work better if I did this. And you're not necessarily looking to make a change. You're not saying, okay, I'm changing everything, but you're loading up another screen, you're writing some notes and you say, okay, well, maybe I should pay attention to this type of entry. You guys get what I'm saying? Then when you do your next pair, you test it the same way you're supposed to, but maybe you're more aware of that little thing that stood out. Maybe you see that little thing again and you're like, okay, well, that's two pairs where that little thing seemed to have an effect on it. Huh? Well, let's do one more pair. Let's pick a random pair, right? A non-correlated pair. And you do that testing and you see, okay, that's three pairs in a row where that little thing had a positive effect. Well, now all of a sudden, it's not a, it's not a coincidence. It's more of a pattern, right? And maybe you stumbled across something that you should be adding to your strategy. You guys feel me? So I think it's important to be aware of stuff like that because you never know what may come up that may be worth testing. And the sooner you find it, the sooner you can pay attention to it, the sooner you can kind of see if it's something that's going to be beneficial or not. So I don't think you want to do a, a full rule makeover, but I do think you should pay attention to any type of common occurrences, anything that stands out, whether it's positive or negative. And as you're going through that process of testing multiple pairs, be aware of it and have an idea on what you may change, what you may add, stuff like that. And I think that's going to be beneficial for the entire process. Um, and it will save you some time on the back end as well versus doing all of your testing, crunching all of the data, then finding this little thing, then going all back over it again. Right. It'll also be fresh in your mind. So I, that's that's my opinion on it. I don't think either approach is wrong. But based on my experience, that's that's what I would do. And that's the same thing as kind of like trade evaluation where we say go back over your trades for the day and, and, and kind of just take notes and take notes and take notes. And when it becomes you know, kind of a pattern, that's when you know it may be important. Naomi says, when I asked what I also meant, I spent all that time and I answered the wrong question. That's, that's what I'm about to read. She's like, okay, nice, nice, nice answer, Akil. But that wasn't what I was talking about. Here's what I meant. <laughs> when I asked, what I also meant was, do you look at total pips and all the rest of it in terms of how it performs or just wait until after to see that because during collection, I removed these columns so I was not focusing on the wrong things. Um, I do. I, I look at total pips. I mean, I, I do. I do. I, I want to see. I mean, for me, that's that's the payoff, right? The, the one thing that gets me through backtesting is being able to see the final result, right? I'm not a fan of backtesting. I like it in the beginning. I like it at the end. Um, I hate it in the middle. But the thing for me, the prize, the prize of dragging myself through hundreds and hundreds of trading opportunities, right? Killing my eyes and breaking my fingers. The prize of that, the award, is being able to see the final product, is being able to see the pip total or the return total, being able to see the final numbers. That's the prize. So yeah, I, I want to see it. I, I want to see if something is working or not. Yeah. Because I tell you what, again, if, if, I'm, if I'm testing something and I, and I go through, I go through three, four pairs and none of them are working. Um, I'm probably not, I'm probably not doing the rest of my testing. I'm probably not going to test eight other pairs. Um, 
if the first four, especially if they're major pairs, if they're not working, I'm, I'm probably not wasting time doing the rest of them. That's a red flag that something is wrong. And I, I, I want to know that. Now, it's, it's not a, I don't, you know, I don't look at it as, as like the most important thing. But yeah, I, I, I want to see, I want to see the result. Yeah, that's my payoff. I did all this work. I want to see if it works or not. <laughs> I want to see if it works or not. Yeah, I do. But I, I won't, I won't look at it during the testing. So I, like if I'm testing the euro dollar, I won't look at the PL. I'll try to hide the PL while I'm actually testing it. That way I don't have any bias where I'm like, oh man, I've been losing. I got to try and find some winners. But I'll do that at the very end. So after I'm done, after I've gotten my, my five years done or my hundred trades, whatever it is, then I'll hit kind of like the, I'll, I'll look at it and be like, okay, dun, 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 dun. I, I use my custom Excel spreadsheet. So I'm, I'm old school. I use a, you know, equals sum of blah, 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 right? And the most basic uh, spreadsheet input you can think of. So I'll, I'll do that and I'll be like, Hoo! and that's like red or black, red or black, red or black, black, yes. So I'll do that at the very end, but I don't I don't look at it during the testing because that can that can drive you crazy. That can drive you. If you're up, you can be like, uh, I probably wouldn't take this opportunity because you don't really want to give anything back. If you're down, maybe you start overlooking those losers and only focusing on winners and stuff like that. So I don't I don't do it in real time. Obviously, you got to track them, but I don't look at the totals in real time. Akil, how long did it take you to test my first pair? Um, a couple hours. Um, that, that's no, no filters in that, George. Yeah, no filters. Um, what I'll do is this though. I'll, I'll have, I'll test different different ways of doing things. So I'll test like you know different targets, different stops, and I'll have a separate column for each performance. So I'll be able to see performance from taking it the first way versus taking it the second way versus taking it the third way. I'll have all that. Yeah. But I'm not digging into the numbers and really changing anything. I just typically I have kind of like three or four ways that I want to take it. You know, this type of stop, this type of target, this type of stop, this type of tar target, stuff like that. Um, sometimes even CTS wise, this type of entry. Um, and then I'll, I'll have those kind of in separate columns. And then I can, then I can compare, Hey, aggressive way versus conservative way and whatnot. But yeah, a couple hours. Couple hours for my first pair. Um, I started off as a swing trader though, so I was I was you know trading four hour patterns. So they're 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 yeah. But Naomi says, "Whoa, this is quick." But keep in mind, right? What did I just tell you about my first testing experience? Was I testing everything or was I testing one thing? Yeah, I was testing one thing, right? I was given a I was given a strategy. The strategy had very specific rules. Um, this was before the time of, you know, uh, my mentor was, was, you know, very strict on, hey, do it this way and do it this way only because this is the way it works. Um, there wasn't very, there, there wasn't, I wasn't really encouraged to kind of try different things. And you add that to myself, uh, you know, my mindset was, I want to start trading live as quick as possible. So I'm only doing this backtesting stuff because I have to do it before trading live. That was my mindset. I didn't really care about backtesting to find results, right? If it was up to me, I would just trade live without backtesting. But my, my mindset was it was a task, right? I just, uh, I have to do this before I can trade live, so I just want to do it. So I did just enough, right? Just enough to get by. Kind of, you know, reminds me of myself in school, right? 
I wasn't a great student because I didn't really, you know, I didn't really care unless it was something I really cared about. So I would just do good enough on the test to pass. No more, no less. So my mindset when I back tested, tested a single thing, a single way. And, you know, I had nothing better to do in life, right? I was unemployed. So I would just spend probably about um, on one pair, one strategy, one pair. I can probably blow through it in about two or three hours. Because I, w- I, would, I would be able to test the whole strategy in about a week. So if I if went going in about eight pairs, I'd be able to test the whole strategy in about a week, um, a week's worth of time. But what added time is because I only did it that way, I, I always had to go back. So I would spend a week doing it. I'd have this whole strategy tested and be like, oh, you know what? Maybe I should try this. And I spend another week. I'd go all the way back to the beginning. So I wasn't testing it the way I would encourage you guys to test it now. Let's, let's to put things in perspective. Um, do you use one sheet per strategy and pair? Or do you add everything together? Um, one sheet per strategy and pair. I want everything separate. I want to look at everything as an individual, right? Jason Greystone does a great job of saying, right, uh, each pair is is your employee, right? I never want to, I don't want to, obviously at the end of the day, I want to group them up and, and as far as portfolioization goes, ooh, that's a tough one. Um, but I look at each one individual. Yeah. I look at each strategy on each time frame on each pair um, because that's going to allow you to filter, you know, at the end, you know, which ones you want to concentrate on, which ones you don't. So I always keep the numbers separate and then you can always add them. You can always you can always add the results later, but always keep them separate. That's, that's the only way you can get a good idea of, of um, how the individual pair is performing with the individual strategy. How effective was the first back test? Did you get good results? Um, do you mean good results like profitable results or good results like I felt confident in being able to trade something? Um, they were profitable, yeah. Profitable, not very confident. Profitable, but not very confident. Um, it was profitable, but again, I, I I had a lot of questions about was it the best way to do it? And because I didn't test other ways to do it, there was a lot of uncertainty. So I wasn't very confident. I mean, I, I was confident in that it worked, but I wasn't confident that it was the best way to go about things. Take care, Simon. Again, if you want to shoot me an email, feel free, man. So yeah, I hope that makes sense. Profitable, but not confident. So there's always question marks. And the worst thing, trust me guys, profitable strategy, non-profitable strategy, the worst thing you can have as a, as a trader is, is, um, is question marks. That is like a door to psychological hell, having question marks. This is a full confidence sport. Nick says, do you test multiple strategies at once per pair per time frame, or do you go through one, one pair per strategy per time frame? Um, one strategy. I do not think it's efficient or effective to test multiple strategies at once, right? Going back to what we talked about, about the brain handling information, I think you're doing yourself a disservice, right? We can, I, I haven't done this in a while. Many of you guys know this trick, right? I want you to take a second. I want you to look around the room wherever you're at, right? 
I want you to take a second and I want you to pick out everything that you see that is red. All right, you guys got it? <laughs> Mostly the dollar chart. Well done. <laughs> Good job. Good job. All right. So you probably picked out a million things that are red, right? Right. Very easy. Would you guys say? Very easy. Very easy. Right. What if I ask you to tell me everything in the room that is yellow? A little bit harder to remember that. Right. So very easy to concentrate on one thing. Right. That's a good RAS trick we always use. Um, but the, the real example of backtesting and the question would be, all right, so I want you to look around your room again, and I want you to pick out everything that's red, everything that's yellow, everything that's blue. Now, we don't need to do this test, but I guarantee it'd be a little bit harder for you to, it'd be a little bit harder for you to pick out as many things, right? And backtesting multiple strategies is the same way, right? I believe in fully focusing on one thing. When you can fully focus on one thing, you will be at your best. When you have one job to do, you will be at your best. So when you come into the market, you don't want to you, you don't want to be looking for ciphers and bats and gartleys, right? Because your mind is going three directions at once. Focus on a single thing at a single time. A single thing at a single time. Then move on to the next one. What I did in my trading career was this. I tested Gartley patterns to start. My first advanced pattern formation was Gartley's. I spent a lot of time testing them. They came back profitable. I found a way that I wanted to trade them. And then I started trading them live. I started demo trading first and, and paper trading. And then I started trading them live, right? Now, again, I was a swing trader. So for you guys that are swing traders, you know there's a lot of time between setups, right? I maybe would get, you know, two or three setups a month right? But while I was trading these things live, while I had a profitable system and strategy that I can trade live, what do you think I was doing on the back end? Yeah. I was testing, testing my next strategy. Yeah. I had plenty of time. Again, if you're if you're a pattern trader, you, you know, even if you're a swing trader, you know, you probably know your setups weeks in advance, at least days in advance, I should say. So while I'm waiting for these setups to happen, I come in, I do my analysis, blah, 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 blah. In the free time, right? I just back test. So I have one thing that's printing me money while I'm working on the next thing that will potentially print me money. So those are those are two reasons I like doing one thing at a time. Um, but the, the most important part is the concentration part. The most important part is the concentration part. You want to fully focus on what you're doing. You, you never want to drag your mind in three different ways. You're not going to be as effective, right? Same thing we do with the IPDE process, right? When you go through the IPD, IPDE process, what do I tell you to do? By the time you get through identify and predict, how many sides of the market should you be focused on? One, uno, right? You should have an idea on whether you want to get long or short. And then as you go down to your lower time frame or as you go down to your trading time frame, the one that you're actually looking for reasons, you're only looking for that long or short reason. So you're fully focused on a single direction, which, which allows you to concentrate better. 
when you're fully focused on multiple directions, now you're like, well, I could get short here, but I could get long there and I could do this, I could do that. And you're all over the place. So I big believer in picking one. I, I, don't, I don't see any benefit to doing multiple ones at, at, at the same time. I guess it can save you time technically, um, but I'd rather take more time on the front end and allow myself a lot more time on the back end than vice versa. Good question.